Everything sounds so good. I love when people talk on songs too. And this. He's flying right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like tasteful DJ scratching. I think this bass goes so goddamn hard. This song is great. Yeah. Amazing electric piano. He's singing his ass off. Really cool ad libs and like sampling going on. Cool harmonies. To me, it's me, it's the drums and the bass. Yeah. But the rest of the shit is good too. I like his tone. Yeah, he almost, it almost sounds like it's like if the police were a much cooler band and had like beats. Dude, it sounds like this guy should be like the singer of that song for the blue, Eiffel yeah. 95 or whatever. <laughs> Eiffel 65, but yeah. Also, like, love a song that makes you feel cool listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could definitely, like, you need to be, like, in a 67 Chevy yeah. or something. <laughs> and I'm, like, pulling up to somebody who's, like, a fucking loser. And, like, they see me, and, and it's, like, changed their life. Right. It's, like, what is going on? Why is that bass pumping so good? Dude, it's, it's just played so yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's executed really yeah. perfectly. And the drums are snapping. They are. It's like there are people that when they hear a song and they sing along, they sing in your natural voice. And then there are people that sing imitating the singer, like my, like my girlfriend does that. And like, this is the perfect guy to do that. Because his voice is so funny. Also the oh my god. Ah, is it here? No. <laughs> also a little beep beep in that left here. There's some really cool delays going on. Ooh. Like from left to right. It feels like a song being performed in real life too. Yeah. Even though it's like I've definitely got like a ton of cool electronic elements. This is the song Rick and Morty should have played on that show. <laughs> show me what you yeah, got. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they're recorded, why they're written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. We've got some amazing songs on tap for you in this, the third seasons of Listen to This. Welcome. Listen to this, three. It's like, I'm glad we've got multiple numbers now going on. Uh, we're starting this season off with a doozy. It's Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Released on 18th, the 18th of March in 1996, this was a colossal hit for Morrison, topping the UK charts and reaching number two in the US, eventually becoming a platinum record. It was produced by Mark Morrison alongside Phil Chill. <laughs> and Danish dance music legends Cut Father and Joe. Oh my god. Phil Chill is so tight. Yeah, these are wrestling names. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Phil Chill. Yeah. He's really fat. I can see it in my head. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's got yeah, like yeah. some dance, like a little Mark Henry sexual chocolate. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Phil Chill. Cut Father and Joe. <laughs> That's Cut such father. a good too. Oh my god. A lot of people love this song, thinking it came across kind of like a funkified seal. Yeah. Because Seal was yeah. big at the time, but this is a little bit cooler, I think. Yeah. L- less dramatic. Wow, I would have never thought of that until you'd mentioned yeah. that. Now, now <laughs> Research, I can't, can't unhear that now. <laughs> Morrison became quickly associated with the New Jack Swing movement. 
which has a huge host of amazing musicians like Bill Bev DeVoe, right. um, Raphael Sadiq in that oh, crew, sick, Tony Tone Tone, okay, and of you. course, Babyface. Right, 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 right. And maybe some of the early Maxwell records as well, right. which I know you're probably pretty into those. Man, Matt, he's got great recordings. Yeah, he like, really sometimes does. Sometimes it's... it's I can't listen to a lot of Maxwell because it'll make you start feeling kind of weird. Yeah. Like he's like singing in this like <laughs> a beautiful. A little too sex- yeah, it's a sexual little, yeah, it's like, for me on my own. Yeah, one or two songs is okay. <laughs> Morrison says, quote, when I wrote that song, it was all about my moving from the negative to the positive. And that's how it turned out. Within the space of the year, I went from the lowest point in my life to return as the Mac. Wow. And move forward to be- what's become the highest point in my life. Which is another one of these fun examples of a song creating a reality for a person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird. It remind it's, it's kind of the same with like the Sylvester Stallone in the Rocky movie. Yeah, it's like because of that script in that movie, he was at the bottom of the bottom, and the movie was a vessel for him to be at the top of the top. Yeah, it's, so, it's kind of the same. Story. Sometimes that's what it takes, especially in these artistic fields where like the the real feeling of like this record mattering. Right. Might be the thing that like makes it sound more urgent and people connect with it more. Yeah, uh, Morrison was inspired to start singing in general after spending three months in jail in 1995 for his part in a nightclub disturbance. Okay. Little did he know he'd swing the ultimate nightclub hammer a few days, uh, a few years right, later right. with this song. <laughs> it's like he went from getting into fights to just being the fucking man. Yeah, really. The song's been featured in Entourage, Master of None. Speed 2, I know you like that one. Dude, classic. <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia and countless other TVs and movies. It was also the campaign anthem for Andrew Yang in 2020. Sick. Which is pretty funny. Makes me like want to vote for him now. I know. I think he's running for governor. Oh, I wish I could vote. Yeah, I think he's running for governor. <laughs> um, maybe the best thing about Return of the Mac is the song has been used in commercials by Bur- by both Burger King and McDonald's, respectively, oh, wow. to help sell Big Macs right? Oh, nice. and macaroni and cheese. Wow. The song's distinctive drum beat features a sample from the song Genius of Love by Tom Tom Club. So that's like one of the offshoot um, bands from Talking Heads. So it's fun because Talking Heads were like such a cool funk thing and it feels like putting some of that original energy into your song is like a good good sign. Anytime you reference Talking Heads, it's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah. So Mark Morrison, British. Yep. So this continues our, our... nationalistic thing where we're like British people make the fucking best R&B music oh, but yeah, it's, it's still tough. it's still really good they're yeah, still doing tough, it yeah so like the first thing I wanted to ask you about is how do you make a song that sounds organic but uses a lot of samples because it sounds like a performance and some right. of that is like the effects of the people talking in right. the background and things like that right but like it, it sounds so alive yeah I think honestly a lot of it has to do with that bass player yeah yeah I think the bass playing is so because we were talking during the playdown how it's really about the drums and bass on this track yeah and I think the the bass performance is really what keeps this thing moving along it's not so programmed like yeah like the the drums and the beats and stuff and there are mm-hmm. a bunch of like you know electronic elements but I think the guy playing the bass and honestly whoever's playing the keys the keys I was going to say the bass and the yeah. keys are so soulful for a yeah. track like this and it's it's interesting cuz usually you think like oh everyone's got to play 
something together. Like, oh, we're going for a dance vibe, or right. we're going for an R and B vibe, or we're going for you know any sort of vibe. But what's cool about this is the the bass player and the keyboard player are so soulful. Yeah. But the rest of it's really on top on the, of the, on the beat, grid. Yeah, which exactly. I think kind of gives it this cool vibe. And like the vocal performance is great. Yeah, of course. So that's you, a given. you mentioned there were some fun things going on with the delays. Yeah, like one yeah. of the things I noticed, and this was like this was really popular. Um, like when you listen to like the intro of the song, like you'll hear that piano come in. And you can hear in the space um, the delay of the piano going to the other speaker. And it was like a common tactic, like when you had like a mono signal, like if you were playing a guitar part, you can play the guitar part and pan it a little bit left, but send the delay and the reverb to the right speaker. Oh, cool. And so you would get like a cool, you would like make it a little bit wider. And so we were listening down. I noticed that a lot, some of that was going on. And it's a very, it's a very popular technique to use just to make things that were mono seem a little bit more wider and have more of a space. Oh, it's a so cool, cool concept. And, you know, I do it all the time in, in my recordings and mixes. I do it all the time in, in mixing your music. Yeah, yeah. Where you send things <laughs> that it's a dry signal this way, but the wet signal the other way. And it's just a really fun technique, especially in headphones. Do you think, like, people would, like, do you think people totally up- understand how much delay is going on on tracks that they listen to? No way. What do you think people think it is? Because a lot of times you create, like we use delay to make things feel fuller, not necessarily so you can hear a delay. Right. Like the delay to me is the unsung hero of like musical recordings. Oh, nice, nice. There's more delays going on than people realize. And it's not so much, and it's like you said, it's not so much to hear like an echo of like a word being repeated. Like that's a cool effect. But like when you're recording something, sometimes you can't capture all the natural ambience of of whatever you're playing. It's just the fact of the matter. Or you need more ambience. And when you record something and it comes out of the speaker kind of dry, it sounds kind of flat. And sometimes it's because the recording space is really dead or it wasn't recorded great or it's just what you're working with. And so the delay sometimes is just to create just enough space so it sounds like it's real. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Because delay is something that like occurs in nature. It occurs in as, nature. As weird as that sounds. Because yeah. when you think of delay, you just think of like a digital delay pedal and loops and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. But, but it's, it's like, more than yeah. that. Yeah, it's like, it's how sound naturally decays. Oh, that's a really cool way of putting it. And so nice. Like, and, so when you're, and so when you're mixing, you need to add these like natural yeah. decaying elements to make things sound like they're popping or exist in a real space. Otherwise, your mix is going to sound really flat. It's crazy how much goes into making recorded music sound like real music. Yeah, it's yeah. dude, it's insane. <laughs> and it, it's, it's yeah, it, you just really go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, and you can just keep adding and stacking, and it's really like a like you know they say it's like a sandbox, and which is like you have open creativity to create yeah, anything. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Oh man, but you got to create something that makes the Mac return. Right. <laughs> Today's episode of Listen to This is brought to you by Thuber. Now I know what you're thinking. Why do we need another car service? We got Lyft, we got Uber. The fact is, your Uber drivers, they're going to talk to you no matter what. They might as well be licensed and qualified therapists. That's where Thuber comes in. For slightly more expensive rates, you have a licensed therapist as your driver that can talk to you about all your problems as you get to your destination. Thuber, we'll be there, waiting. Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast. Please spread the word about this season three of Listen to This in Real Life. Tell all your people we got a playlist on Spotify with all the songs and episodes from season one, season two, season three. Rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening to this.